if it were possible to achieve your goal weight and stay there permanently without dieting? Welcome to the Stop Dieting Forever podcast, where you will discover the key components that most diets won't tell you because they want you to keep coming back. Not here. This is your last stop on the weight loss struggle bus. I am your host, Jennifer Dent Brown, life and weight loss coach, and I am going to show you how to stop dieting forever. Let's jump into today's episode. Somebody sent me this picture of me when I was in college. I was doing a corporate internship. I was in a very specific program where they took African-American students and placed them in corporate settings. And I was the first one at this company. It was a pharmaceutical company in, in Pennsylvania. And they did like an article in their like corporate newsletter. And one of the other interns found an old copy of it and he sent it to me. And I didn't even recognize myself. And I could just look at the fear and like insecurity on my face. I was on the cover, right? It was me talking to my mentor. And I just looked like a scared child in that picture. And I sent it to Lindsay and I was like, this is why every time I see you, I just cry. Because that was who I was for so long. It's not me anymore. But remembering who I was, it just, it's hard to even remember like existing in that way for so long. And that one coaching relationship changed all of those years of like insecurity and overeating and not me being authentically who I am. Like one coaching relationship changed all of that. It's not just someone, it's Lindsay. It was Lindsay. Because here she was, cute little white girl from Indiana, blonde hair. The representation of her was the person that I never was able to truly connect with, I felt like, as I was growing up. So for her, just like in her physical being, to break down that barrier, that mental barrier that I had in my head, that she wouldn't accept me, she doesn't accept me. Uh, And she did. Like over and over and over and over and over and over again. That means everything. Because that also helped me step into being me authentically to connect with everyone versus like, well, I have to stay here and only like coach black people. I have to stay here and only coach like the people who understand me and stay in this community. And that's not true. I have clients of all different shades, all different races from all over the world. And it's only because I have broken down that internal barrier within myself that allows me to energetically connect with them. And that's just something that I didn't even know I needed until I started coaching with Lindsay. You should work with Lindsay because she is the best. She is the best coach. She studies coaching, she studies people, she's worked with all of the people. She's 100% non-judgmental and objective in her coaching. Her quiet style of coaching is unlike any I've ever experienced. Lindsay's kind of like that quiet storm that 
she asks just the right questions, but it's not in a, it's not in that harsh tone. Because I work with Lindsay, I am me. I am me. I am me, fully 100% grounded in this world. And for so many years before I met Lindsay, I wasn't me. I was trying to be somebody else. Like I was, I was not myself. So she's given me permission to be myself. Hey, Lux Lifer. As you can tell, this is a different type of episode. And you may be like, who the heck is Lindsay? Well, first of all, welcome to episode 115. And Lindsay is my very first one-on-one coach. And what you just listened to was me sharing my experience and coaching with her. And I have to be honest with you, working with her is when I fell in love with coaching. I had been a coach for about two years prior to working with her. But when I worked with her, I fell in love with the transformation that comes with coaching, like the personal shifts and the personal transformations that I experienced were so impactful and so life changing that I wanted to have that same impact on my clients. I wanted to be Lindsay to everyone else, to my clients. This is why I continue to hone my coaching skills and constantly get better and better at coaching because I want to be the best coach for my clients and be able to expose you, the listener and my clients to the best coaching to facilitate your own transformations and your own shifts. When I think back over the coaching Right When I was able to see my own massive shifts and my own growth and how quickly it happened, I knew that this is how I wanted to make a positive impact on the world as a coach. And I say often, weight loss is just the beginning. If you're craving a different lifestyle, if you're craving a healthier lifestyle, Weight loss is just the beginning of you learning how to create your healthy lifestyle. And that means physically healthy and emotionally healthy. So again, welcome to episode 115. This is your certified life and weight loss coach, Jennifer Dent Brown from jenniferdent.com. And you are going to hear from my coach, Lindsay Dotsloff, where we have an open discussion about coaching and why it's so essential to you as a human being. It literally is the missing component in your weight loss plan. And if you're wondering why no diets will work for you, it's probably because you haven't had anyone helping you sort out your thoughts and your emotions that are leading you to eat. Lindsay was the first coach That helped me sort out my thoughts and my emotions. And when I allowed myself, one, to be coached by her, right? And I allowed myself to believe that nothing truly has gone wrong. The transformation in my life and my business was massive and it was fast. Before I started working with Lindsay, I was in such turmoil in trying to grow my business and also wanting to leave my full-time position that I had started eating again, my weight went up about 20 pounds. And that was simply because I was so disconnected from my thoughts and my feelings. And so working with a one-on-one coach at that time helped me become aware of what was going on in my brain. 
So enjoy this conversation with Lindsay. But as you listen to it, as you're enjoying it, I want you to be honest and ask yourself if coaching is the missing piece in your weight loss plan. I have a feeling it is if you're still struggling with your weight. If you've not yet achieved your forever weight, I have a feeling that coaching is something you need to experience on a regular basis. <laughs> so come on and join me and the other amazing women in Stop Dieting Forever. Enjoy this interview with Lindsay and I'll see you in the next episode. Today, you guys are going to get an introduction to one of my favorite people. Now, mind you, the only people I have on this podcast are guests are clients who have gone through the Stop Dieting Forever process and have utilized it and are doing great with it. Every now and then I'll get a VIP and I'm like, oh, I need to have them on the podcast. Well, the person you're about to hear from today, I know she's like, oh my God, no pressure, right? <laughs> she's a very important person in my life. She is my very first one-on-one -on -one coach. And I wanted to bring her on the podcast today to talk about all things coaching and how coaching can be transformational. So drum roll, please. <laughs> we have Lindsay Dotsloff in the house, Lux Lifers. Lindsay, say hello to the people. Hello. I'm so excited to be here. And yeah, no pressure at all. <laughs> Just a pressure filled setup. It's fine. I know. I like to make it fun. So let me just explain to the people how you and I met and the role that you've played in my life. And I'm going to tell you why I'm bringing Lindsay onto this podcast to talk about coaching. One, she's the best coach ever. She trains coaches to be the best coaches ever. She's trained me to be a best coach, but she really before that helped me transform my life. And so I would not be who I am today, CEO of Lux Life Coaching, helping hundreds of women with the Stop Dieting Forever process, podcast host extraordinaire. I wouldn't be doing any of this stuff had it not been for the time that I spent with Lindsay. So Lindsay okay, hold on. I'm just going to interrupt you because I just have to say, I don't think that's true. You would yes. still be here. You would still be doing the thing. It would still be amazing. Some things might be different, but you can't give me all the credit because you are the one who showed up and did all of the work and you would have done that with or without me. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> like seeing your face, like I knew she's going to say that. <laughs> and you're right. Yes, I would have gotten to this place eventually, but the work that we did together just, I felt like cleared the pathway for me I'm to get so here. so grateful that you trusted me to do that work with you and that we're here today. Yeah. So we met way back in um, 20 something or another, it was, mm -hmm. I don't know, 2018, I think maybe. That would be my guess. Yeah. And I was a part-time coach. I had been coaching at that point for two years and still working full-time, still very much <laughs> aligned with the identity of a management consultant, mm -hmm. but really wanting to be a full-time entrepreneur, really wanting to like change lives and make my own money and not be tied down to someone else's schedule. So I joined this mastermind. We're in it together, a business mastermind. And I just was not prepared for the mindset shift that needed to happen. 
And so this is what I find very commonly with my clients when they come in to my program and my process is like, they think, oh, I'm just going to like change the way I'm eating. I'm just going to start exercising some more. But really it is, nope, we're starting with your mindset. We're starting with the awareness of your thinking and how it is holding you back from losing the weight. So I get into this group and I'm like, all ready to build some funnels and write some emails and like blow my business up. And just was not prepared for the awareness of all the limiting thoughts that I had around building a business because I was linking my business growth to myself as a person. Mm-hmm. So I sat next to Lindsay <laughs> in the live event. And I remember she missed the first day because she was sick. Mm-hmm. And the second day I was like, oh, are you okay? Like, how's everything? And you were very kind to me. And I was like, I like her in the back of my mind. And so as I was going through this process of like trying to grow my business, but recognizing that I had a lot of internal work I needed to do on myself, I decided to reach out to Lindsay because she was nice to me and say, Hey, you're a coach. You say you help people with stuff. Can you like help me? And I didn't even know what the problem was. I just knew that I wasn't productive. I wasn't in a place where I felt like I was making progress. Mm-hmm. And so I remember we did our consult and I cried. <laughs> I, don't know, <laughs> I don't know what you said to me, but I just allowed myself, whatever that emotion was that I was holding back, I allowed it to come out. And I was like, okay, yes, I'll work with you. And ironically to that point, right? I've been a coach for about two years. I'd never worked with a one-on-one coach before. And so you are my very first one-on-one coach. So Lindsay, Do you remember, like, what's your part? What's your version of the story? I feel like, you know, this is our engagement story. Yeah, it's so fun. Of course, (laughs) I have like totally different and not totally different, but just from my vantage point, things were just different, right? The first thing that stands out is that when you say you sat next to me and I was so nice to you, like, are you kidding me? I had been sick the day before. I thought for sure no one was going to want to sit by me because (laughs) I don't remember what it was, but I'm pretty sure it was I had eaten something and I have allergies that give me problems. And I think that that's what it was, but it was like GI and this was pre COVID, but it was still like, I was out for the day. If it were me, I'm a little bit of a germaphobe. So I'm sure if it were me, I would have been like, I'm not sitting next to this person. So just the fact that you sat next to me and we're kind, (laughs) right? Like, that's so funny that that's your version of the story. Cause in my mind, I'm like, what? No, like you are the one. So that's interesting. And everything was fine. Nobody else got sick. I didn't get anyone sick. And I was right. Whatever it was that I had eaten had given me issues. So there's that. So that part was a little different. And then the rest of it is all kind of matches up with what I remember. I don't remember a lot of details about the consult that we did. But what I do remember is thinking when I got off the call with you, and I don't think that you had decided for sure. I I don't remember that part for sure. But I just remember getting off the call knowing a lot of emotion had come up for you and just thinking how brave you were. And it really just felt like you got on there with some kind of thought that's like, this is it. I'm just laying it all out there. I'm going to lay it all on the line because I'm just ready to be helped with whatever this is. And I don't even remember, you know, the exact things we talked about or any of that. I just remember thinking like, wow, that was a really powerful consult for me. And I think it probably was for you, even if you had decided not to move forward with the coaching. Yeah, I think that's a reflection of 
you asking really powerful questions. Because at that point, I knew the feeling, but I didn't know the thoughts that were causing the discontent. I didn't know all of the inner workings of my brain and how I was thinking about different things. I just knew that I wanted more and I just didn't know how to get there. And I was just frustrated. Mm-hmm. And whatever you asked me, I was like, yeah. <laughs> so I just like one of those, you know, you just have those memories of like those pivotal times in your life. I remember exactly where I was in the house. I was like hiding in the basement. <laughs> I do remember that part. I was going to hear what was happening. <laughs> I just can see it so clearly. So we started coaching together. And again, like you were my very first one-on-one coach. So I think there was like, for me, there was a, and this is important for anyone who's looking to work with a coach. It was just like a ramp up time that I needed to figure out, like, what does it actually mean to be in a relationship with a coach? Mm-hmm. Like I'd been in group programs. I've watched other people get coached, like answer a question, all the things, but then it's like, oh no, I have someone sitting across from me on Zoom listening to exactly what I want to talk about. And it was almost a little disconcerting Mm -hmm. because I was so used to my personality was playing small and hiding in the background to have somebody like looking at me and asking me questions and listening to me was kind of like, oh, this is interesting. So it was a little disconcerting. But looking back now, I I just see that I kind of like grew as a client (laughs) Like I matured as a client over the weeks and the months that we coached together. Mm-hmm. One thing I that really stands out to me about our coaching relationship is I just remember so many weeks where you would come to the call and you would have kind of a, almost like a checklist of like, okay, here are all the things I've done. Here's what's going on. Here's how I want to move forward. It would just be this big ideas, big list. Like it all sounded so amazing. And I would just say like, okay, that sounds great. And let's like dig into this. Like one thing you said that just kind of stood out to me, you know, let's dig in there. And it was always like, oh, I knew you were going to say that. Okay, (laughs) let's do it. Fine. And I think that that is potentially why it was so different maybe than what you've done in the past where, you know, I think in groups and in bigger settings, you can kind of do that and you can get lost in the shuffle of like, yeah, for sure. Just go do all those big things. And I think there's something about working sometimes in a closer relationship with a coach where they can say like, okay, hold on, but let's come back to this and let's like dig in here. Yeah. I think that is the beauty of working with a coach and being coached is that you pick up those little nuggets. I do I do this all the time with my clients and mm-hmm. I'm sure you do too. in like the group setting, they'll just oh, be yeah. talking like, I'm like, what? Oh, pause. <laughs> yes. <laughs> just said like and I'll repeat it back to them and it's like oh did I say that so yes my propensity then was like oh let's do all the things let's do all of the action stuff and this is why I can always call it out when I see it in my clients who are like mm-hmm. I just want to like stop eating at this time and I just want to start creating these meals and just go train for a marathon and they're all like very action focused and I'm like wait a second Mm-hmm. let's roll it back a little bit and see like, what's the driving factor behind all of these things? What's the driving thought behind it? So you train, I don't train, but you, <laughs> you help. Yeah. You help yeah. coaches become better coaches, right? So you are the creator of the coach lab. You are the host of the mastering coaching skills podcast. Yes. And 
you're also the creator and the leader of Coaching Masters Mastermind. Yes. So you are all up in the world of coaching. Yes. Tell us, first of all, briefly, like how you became a coach and why it's so important that you teach other coaches to be better coaches. Okay. So let's see. I hired my own coach. Basically a friend came up to me and was like, so I, I started working with this life coach and I was like, hold the phone. What is that? What is a life coach? Tell me everything. And I was at this kind of place in my life where I just felt a little confused and lost. And I was already an entrepreneur. I was running a business. I was actually running two businesses at the time. And I just felt like kind of all the wheels were spinning and I was going nowhere. Like if I were to describe how I was in that moment, that's what it felt like. And so when my friend told me that, I immediately looked up this person and sent them a message and said, I need to know everything about coaching. What is this? So basically I hired my own coach. I worked with her for a year and a half working on everything, just general coaching. And I loved it. It Changed everything about my life. The people in my life wouldn't have necessarily said anything looked different, but just everything on the inside of me was different. And I also had a college background in psychology. My plan was to get my PhD in clinical psychology and some things derailed that plan. So when I found coaching, it really was like, whoa, this is like the missing link. This is everything that I've been looking for. So after working with my coach for about a year and a half, I decided to start my own coaching business. I'm so glad you did. (laughs) I'm so (laughs) glad I did. I can't even imagine a life where I don't do this. And to kind of answer that second part of your question, which maybe I didn't get to, I think because it changed so much for me, that's exactly why I love helping coaches be really good at what they do, because I want that for all of their clients and for everyone you know, like, for example, I worked with you. I want that for every single person that you work with. I want them to have the most amazing, transformative experience. And I think about that literally every day. Yeah, I think that's so powerful. And I feel like coaching doesn't get enough play. Mm-hmm. I just think there's just so much more work that we have to do as coaches to really help people understand like, yeah, you can do all the things, but really what's going to help accelerate you to your goal is to have a coach like coach you through the mind drama. Yeah. And I think, you know, one thing about coaching is it's a newer field, right? And I think if you even look back to the beginnings of like psychology, people were like, wait, why would I do that? Like, why would I go tell a therapist all my things? It doesn't make any sense. And I kind of feel like that's where we are with coaching. Some people definitely get it. And then some people think it's just coaches giving people advice on how to live their lives. And I think that's also part of my mission is just to say like, no, that is not what we're doing here. I think that's a good point. And that's a good clarification for people who think like, oh, my coach just tells me what to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Now some coaches, and you might have this in some of your programs or your offers, Some coaches might have strategy that they're like, okay, this is what I use. This is how we do this thing. Here's this plan. This is what we're going to follow. Here's this marketing strategy. Here's this, like whatever it is that they're coaching on. But to me, that's like, I don't know, maybe one fifth of what coaching is, right? Mm -hmm. Like there might be a piece of that, but then the rest of it is really helping our clients have a deeper understanding of who they are, how their mind works, how they think about things, how they interact with the world. And then how they move forward. 
Yeah, I love that. So I have the Stop Dieting Forever process I created. Mm-hmm. But we're working together, it all kind of like came together. And I tell my clients, I'm like, the process is not the cause for you losing the weight. Like just because you get up every morning and do, 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 doesn't mean you're going to like wake up one day and the weight's going to be gone. The process Mm -hmm. is a facilitator. It's like a conduit to bring up all the junk that you need to be coached on. Yeah. And we know this is true, right? Because just even within diet culture, which I know is something that you are actively kind of working against, but if that were true and all you had to do was do the thing, people wouldn't spend so much money on different diets and different things because it would just work and then they could just move on and live their lives. And that is just not how it goes. Yeah. I would be a trillionaire. Right. Just the process. I say that all the time, right? Like, yeah, if I just had the answer for this, I could just sell this one thing forever and be a bajillionaire and Mm -hmm. retire tomorrow. And everything would be lovely. Yeah. But no, everyone's stuff comes up and it's all different stuff. Everybody's different things that they're dealing with that comes up when you follow the process. I always say with weight loss, like earn weight when you're overweight, it's just an outward manifestation of all the shit that's going wrong in your life. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's essentially what it is, especially if you're an emotional eater, you're just carrying around your emotions on your physical body. That's it. Yeah. So I should share my own story of empowerment and how coaching empowered me. So once I got over the, okay, here's my big plan, my list of all the things I want to check off and do. And you kept telling me, and I kept like failing miserably, (laughs) everything that I tried, I would like fail hard, but that actually helped me create the concept of failing forward, which is part of my process. Mm -hmm. And you would always tell me nothing is going wrong. Do you just see what is happening right now? And you're like, "Mm mm-hmm. Nothing has gone wrong. So my clients love when I say it to them. I pass that thought down to them. Love created it. Created a mug. Nothing yes. has gone wrong. Yes. But I remember like coaching with you. And I remember like when that actually started to make sense. Because you used to say it all the time. And I'm like, she's tripping. Like clearly <laughs> everything is wrong. Everything is a mess right now. What do you mean nothing has gone wrong? And then I remember one day I actually got it. I was like, oh, wait nothing actually has gone wrong. Like this is just part of the growth. Mm -hmm. I always tell my clients, like you haven't failed. Like this is just an opportunity for you to grow and learn from yourself and keep going. Yeah. Like we can be grateful for this quote unquote failure. Mm -hmm. So when I finally got that, it was like, like (laughs) my mind was blown and everything just kind of like opened up. And so then I wasn't afraid to do things. Like I wasn't afraid to fail. I wasn't afraid to try different things. It was just more so me like, all right, y'all, here I am going to try something different. Here we go. You ready? Let's go. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. And I will say, you know, just in case anyone's listening and they're like, this is what, like, that's just always the coaching that I gave, right? Like nothing has gone wrong. I think there's a difference between like, sometimes I have coached people and I'm like, yeah, this is terrible. You are correct, right? (laughs) Like something has gone wrong. Let's figure out why and how to move forward. But what we were coaching on when I was saying this was more like what I could see from the outside that you couldn't see when you were in it is that you felt like you were failing, failing, failing. But what I saw is that you were moving forward the whole time 
right? Like in your mind, you're like, I didn't hit the goal. I didn't get this thing finished. I didn't sign the clients. I, whatever it was that was, you thought was going wrong. What I saw was, were like all of the things going right. Right. And of course there are fails as entrepreneurs, like that's just part of it. And sounds like in your program, you teach them that's also just part of it. And anytime you're, you have big goals and have big dreams, big, whatever that you set for yourself. Yeah. Like things are going to feel like they're going wrong, but sometimes from the outside, you can really just see nothing. In fact, is going wrong. You are moving forward. You're headed in the right direction. And it's just hard to see sometimes when you're in it. And that's why it's so great to have a coach to kind of like walk you through those rough times because free one-on-one coach, I was in these other programs doing all the things, right? And if something didn't work, epic fail, I quit. I'm out, done. This doesn't work. Let me change everything. On to the next thing. Let me do the whole thing. Yes. Yes. So I think that is the beauty of being coached, whether you have a one-on-one coach or you're in a community. So this is the beauty of like, in my program of seeing my clients every single week when they come up for group coaching and I'm like, how's the thing going? Like, I know their kids. I know the husband. I'm like, what's going on? Like, Mm -hmm. and I get to keep up with them and what's happening because we have a very robust and engaged community as well. So I think that's so important. I love that. It's one of my favorite aspects of a community and I'm not in your community, but I will say I am positive that your clients are the luckiest to be there. And one of my favorite things about community and why I think it can be so powerful when combined with coaching is just seeing other people failing, seeing other people trying and, and maybe not hitting the goal or coming really close, but not quite getting there or even getting there and still feeling like, okay, something still has gone wrong or, you know, whatever, like seeing the, all of the possibilities and just kind of normalizing that, right? Like, of course, when you see it from the outside, it just looks so different than when you're really the one in it. Mm -hmm. I agree. I love community too. And you've created your own community, which I love and I am a part of. So do you want to tell us a little bit about the Coach Lab? Sure. I have the Coach Lab, which at this point has a couple hundred clients in it, a couple hundred coaches. And it's one of my favorite things. It's so fun. It is a, it teaches foundational coaching skills and also combines a community of just a bunch of coaches talking about kind of the art of coaching all the time, which is one of my favorite things about it. And you are a guest coach in there every once in a while, which I also love. And, and you have all types of coaches, right? All From coaches. Every yeah. walk of life. Oh, yes. Yeah, I think sometimes. So I use the word life coach as truly like any type. Like to me, that is a general term for you could be any kind of coach. I only say life coach instead of just coach because I've used the word just in let's say like out in the world, I've used the word coach. At one point, someone thought I was maybe like a soccer coach or something. And I was like, wait, what? Like, what is happening? Okay. No, let me be clear. I'm a life coach. And I use that as just a term that encompasses literally any kind of coaching, business coaching, general life coaching, relationship coaching, weight loss coaching, nutrition coaching, you name it. That is probably happening in the coach lab. I love it. And that was offshoot of your mastermind, which I also participated in your very first round. 
Yep. I have a mastermind called Coaching Masters and it is a little more, the coach lab is more foundational coaching skills. The mastermind is a little more, I never know what the correct term is for this, but maybe for a little more established coaches who are working Mm -hmm. on really mastering their coaching skills and creating their unique process and really like examining their values and who they are as a human and how do we combine that all into making their unique process. And yeah, I love that too. It's a lot different than the coach lab. It's only six months and there's about 10 to 20 participants each round. So it's a little more hands-on, a little more like my eyes on all the things getting in there, but it's equally as fun. I love the small container too, because I was in the first round of the mastermind. So it's like, you know, you know everybody's business. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's figuratively and literally, you know, everyone's business. So everybody gets an opportunity to get coached by you, which is so important. Yep. And I think there are pluses and minuses to every style of coaching and every size of community, right? Like the one-on-one coaching certainly has its bonuses. Whereas, you know, a large community, something like the coach lab, there are things about that that you can't have in other places. And then the mastermind is, is a smaller space where, like you said, everybody, you can't really hide. Everybody knows what's going on and we're all working on things together. So I had to like wean myself off of you, right? Because we we did one-on-one coaching and then Lindsay, you know, as coaches do, she's like, okay, I'm moving on. I'm moving on to bigger and better things. I need to be able to help more people in the time that I have. So I went and joined the masterminds. I was still getting coached by Lindsay. Mm -hmm. And now I'm like off on my own. And now we're just Free as a bird. So it's perfect. And you're in the it coach is, lab. So it is the it. best. I'm in the coach lab. Yes, it is yeah. the best. So if you had to explain to someone who's brand new to coaching, just brand new, like they understand maybe kind of like, okay, coaching, yes, you help me get stuff done. Mm-hmm. But how would you explain it to someone who's never been coached before and just kind of like, So I just recorded actually a podcast about this. So I'm going to use this example because I think it might be helpful. I think of coaching like this is just in general. This is how I think of coaching. Let's say you have planned a huge party or maybe it's your wedding or something, some huge scale, right? And it's outside and it's outdoors. You have it all planned. It's going to be amazing. And the day before you look at the weather and you're like, oh, it's thunderstorming all day tomorrow, right? Like no getting out of it. This is definitely happening. It's thunderstorming. To me, coaching is someone who comes in and is like, okay, we can't change the weather, right? So coaching first helps you examine, like, what do we have control over here? Not the weather. We can't change that. So what do we have control over? And then kind of ask like, okay, knowing what we have control over, how do we want to move forward? How do I want to feel about this? How do I feel about it right now? So there's like an awareness piece of maybe owning like, oh, I'm super disappointed or devastated or like whatever the emotion is that's coming up for you in the moment. So really owning that and being okay with it and then saying, okay, now knowing all of this, how do I want to move forward? And of course there are actions involved, right? We can look at all the different options. We can change the date. We can change the location. Is there like a different tint we can get, right? Like all the things. And a coach in my mind, is there to just help you see, not like, here's exactly what I would do, but let's examine 
all the options. What are they? What are just every single thing we can think of? Let's get them like lay them all out there and decide how you want to move forward. And then from there, like, okay, if that's where we want to go, what are the thoughts? What are the feelings? What do you need to create within yourself to get there the way you want to? That is so good. I've been thinking about this a lot because sometimes I think people think even coaches, and this is something that I teach on and coach on, think that coaching is helping your clients change the weather (laughs) or convincing them. So that's one side. And then there's the like, or the, and this, you know, some people would call this maybe like toxic positivity or whatever, deciding, no, no, no. All you can do here is just be grateful, right? Like just be be fine. Yeah. Just be happy. It's raining. Just change your thoughts. Like this is going to be the most special day ever. It doesn't matter if it's raining. Mm -hmm. In reality, like it might matter that it's raining. I love that example. That's so good. So as I apply it to weight loss, right? So the the wedding, the event is the goal weight. Mm -hmm. The thunderstorm, the stormy weather that's happening is a vacation weight that has been gained. Mm -hmm. And so you come back from vacation and you're like, okay, I can either go down the rabbit hole because I've gained five pounds Mm -hmm. in a week. Or as a coach, I can help you see, hey, how do you want to feel about the five pounds? What's most useful for you? As we still are working towards the big event. And what are your options now? Right? You can go down the rabbit hole, continue to eat the Ben and Jerry's. Or you can go back to your plan rejigger it a little bit, make some changes, be flexible, mm-hmm. create something that you love, make some decisions and keep going. Yeah. And even just probably, I am sure I know you're working this out in real time. And there's also a piece there where it's like, and normalizing however you feel about it right now. Yeah. Right? You might be disappointed in yourself. You might be like, whatever, like whatever's coming up for you. That's okay. That's normal. You're human. You're having normal human emotions. And now how do you want to move forward? Yeah. So diets don't teach you that, right? No diet book is going to teach you what to do when you come back from vacation and you gain five pounds and you're feeling awful. No, they're just going to sell you the solution on like doubling down, just buy the diet again, buy the thing again, right? Like whatever it is, just start over again, start over. (laughs) So crazy. Oh yeah. We can have a whole nother conversation (laughs) about that. So that's super helpful. I love that analogy. And I think that is super helpful for my listeners who, because I get a lot of people who come into the program, start the process, and they don't really know what coaching is. They like me. They like the podcast. And so I have to teach them like what it means to be coached. And all this, sometimes on group coaching calls, it's like the same people, you know, asking questions. And I want to make sure that people understand One, listening, how can you apply someone else's coaching to yourself? So yes, you can usually relate to the other person, but what is their takeaway and what is your takeaway? Mm -hmm. Because your takeaway may be different from theirs. And just, I guess, normalizing coaching, like you don't have to have a specific question. You don't have everything written down in a perfect, like just raise your hand and be like, you know, this is what's happening right now. And I'm not sure how I feel about it. It's fine. I'm just like, start talking. Yes. I will coach you as you keep talking. 
Yes. Even in my communities where I work with coaches, this still happens. Coaches still will like apologize sometimes upfront. Like, I'm sorry, I haven't really thought about this yet, or I haven't done my own work on this, or I haven't, you know, whatever, fill in the blank. And I'm like, no, this is like literally why we're here. Just tell me what's happening. We're going to figure it out. Mm -hmm. Right. It's like, that's why you come to a coach so that your brain is totally clean and ready to move forward so that we can say like, where are you right now? And how do you want to move forward? If you're ready to. Yeah. I mean, sometimes you're just like, I can't even think about it. That was like the beauty of being able to work with you because I just remember being so like in disappointment and just so frustrated. Yeah. And I would just get on the call and be like, verbal vomit. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> sometimes it really is just noticing, oh, this is just where I am right now. And can I just love myself through this? Right. Like yeah. if you go back to the uh, like the wedding or the party analogy, it's like you don't necessarily probably want to make a a decision about moving forward when you're sitting in like the devastation of the realization in the moment, right? Mm -hmm. Without just kind of like allowing that and letting it be there and then deciding how do I want to move forward? I think sometimes people think, no, I have to have to figure out like right in this moment, how do I move forward? And sometimes that's just not available when you haven't really processed or really worked through like this is what's coming up for me right now. Yeah. It's, it's hard to work through that stuff on your own sometimes. I mean, you can, it takes time and focus and intention to yep. work through what I call the problemville thoughts. Mm -hmm. But sometimes it's like, bring it to the call, bring it to your coach, verbal vomit, and then go from there. Yeah. You always will have a little bit of an awareness. So good. All right. So this has been... A great, I think, overview for my listeners about what coaching is, how coaching can help them. I just want to reiterate for all of you who are just like your brain keeps wanting to go back to, I got to change this. Or I got to try a new diet or I just have to stop eating or I just have to do this. When your brain keeps reverting back to that thing, I want you to recognize that the one thing that might be missing is that there's nobody looking at your brain mm -hmm. to pick out what those, what I call the 1.0 thoughts are. And once you're aware of the 1.0 thoughts, you can decide, oh, is this going to help me? Like, do I want to keep thinking this thing? I tell my clients, it's like, is this what your 2.0 self is thinking five months from now? And they're like, oh no, probably not. Okay. Well then let's, Think something differently, okay, about this circumstance. You can join the Stop Dieting Forever membership and learn the process. Absolutely, I will teach you all of the things, the steps, the things you're supposed to do every day, the things you do quarterly, the things you do weekly, the things you do daily. But that, again, it, the process is just that container and the conduit to bring up the stuff that you really need to be coached on. So just know if, Whatever program you're following to lose weight, there's no coaching component and you're not actively being coached. That could be the missing thing between where you are right now and you achieving your forever weight. So I wanted to bring on this VIP, <laughs> this very important person in my life, because she really introduced me to the amount of transformation that can happen within a coaching relationship. And I don't even think amount of transformation is like the best term, but it's just like the depth of transformation. I'm like throwing my hands all over the I place. love it. 
I know you're explaining it with your body and they can't see it, but (laughs) they're getting it for sure. Yeah. That can happen when, one, you have a, a safe place to share and verbal vomit. Two, when you have someone else looking at your thoughts, because when you're in it, you're in it and you can't see it. And someone just to kind of like gently show you like, okay, is this something that you really want to continue Mm -hmm. to keep thinking? And then just once you get that, and then you can just take off, take off to achieve your goal. Love it. So yeah. I think everybody should be in your world. Anyone who wants to be at their forever weight, who wants to stop dieting forever, which by the way, I have my own thoughts about all diet culture, which is why I love what you do so much. The concept of just changing how you think about yourself and how you think about your body and what you put in it and all of that. So powerful. And it's so fun to watch you do this. Thank you, Lindsay. I appreciate that. It's like, I'm still learning as I'm listening to you. So just <laughs> y'all got to hear me learning from my coach in real time. <laughs> so good. So if y'all are like looking Lindsay up right now, she's not available for one-on-one coaching, but <laughs> if you are a coach, you can absolutely 100% join the coach lab mm-hmm. because it's only going to make you a better coach. And if you are an established coach, then you can look into joining Coaching Masters. Yes, love that. And I will say there are all types of coaches in the Coach Lab, established coaches included. And I think everybody gets something out of it that maybe some people are there for, you know, different reasons, depending on where they are in their coaching journey. But I really have created a space where anyone can come and learn something and we do monthly workshops and there are coaches like Jennifer in there and it's amazing. It's just a lovely place to be. Come hang out. That's coaches. Right. That's right. So where can people hang out with you on the internet? So my website is lindsay.slothcoaching.com and you can also find me on Instagram. I keep everything very simple. It's just <laughs> at lindsay.sloth. No creativity here. You can also listen to my podcast, Mastering Coaching Skills, anywhere you listen to podcasts. And those are my favorite spots. That's Lindsay with an A. That's right. So every time I type your name, I always hear you say, and it's Lindsay with an A. Lindsay and I'm with, like, an a. with an A. <laughs> <laughs> and my last name is a whole thing. I'm sure there'll be what? Go to the show notes. Something. <laughs> something they can find it. Go to the show notes. Thank you so much, Lindsay, for sharing your wisdom. And oh, thank on you the for podcast asking today. me. This was so fun. I love it. And anytime. Hanging out with me today for a little bit. All right. I will see you in the coach lab. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. If you like today's episode of the Stop Dieting Forever podcast, and you want to learn more about creating a lifestyle instead of following a diet to lose weight permanently, be sure to visit jenniferdent.com. There, you'll learn more about my unique weight loss process and how it can work for you. Go to jenniferdent.com to discover what you can do to stop dieting forever.